Excellent. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much. We're here. Who's we're back. We, we're back. This is re- this is Loser Lee's Wrestling. Loser Lee's Wrestling. We're doing it. We're doing it each and every week. You thought we're you'd stop it. us. You thought you'd stop us, but it's not true. It can't happen. Um, this is Loser Lee's Wrestling. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Roy Hammer. Roy Hammer. How are we doing, Roy? Hey. Hey, Red. Hey. Doing well. Doing well, pal. Oh, try to be a little Taz and the yeah bags. Yeah, you got to get the table through the middle rope. You got to bring it upside down. What do I he know? He was so upset. He was so upset. Okay, let's just talk. Okay, why don't I, uh, thank you all so much for joining. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. Whoop. That's oh, back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all so much. Uh, come and sit down. We just watched, I think, the weirdest episode <laughs> of AEW Dynamite I've ever seen. I have never been so thrown off, and I don't think the crowd or the wrestlers were ever so thrown off no one shot a shown tonight no one it was not anyone's best night at all yeah i uh yeah yeah okay there's yeah, there's wrong. definitely a, a a peak but it's not it's more of a mound <laughs> we have to start talking about this this is yeah. loser lee's wrestling this is the woo woo woos and what's i've said that three times now and woo, i'm not woo, gonna woo. stop hey woo, woo, you know woos. what next week it's the real woo 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 because they're going to be uh, on Long Island. Zach Ryder's hometown. No, I don't think so. I think actually it's MJF's maybe. night. Honestly, MJF is. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Cardona's hot right now. He is Cardona. hot right now. Uh, sound off in the comments if you think Cardona is going to be hot next uh, when they're in Long Island. But this has just <laughs> been a weird night. A very weird night. Let's start it off. Let's just start talking about it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it because um, we start off with Hangman. First, by the way, there's no JR tonight. Yeah. There's no JR tonight, and we wish him well. Wish we him don't well. wish him back, but we wish him well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Chica Marks writes, I love woo, woo, woo. And we all love woo, woo, woo. Um, <laughs> so we get, so if no, no JR tonight, and we get uh, Hangman joining commentary. Hangman comes out. I thought this was a good way of starting the show, and I was excited for it. And yeah. coming out, this is like a, a good way of like showing, showing him off as champion. But not in a gratuitous way that you would a heel champion, you know? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And I think AEW does the guest wrestler commentary thing very well. So yeah, this is a good yeah. example of that. Because every wrestler there is a guest. Like every single yeah, match has a fourth, a third person. Well, I like this look. It feels very, uh, you're looking into the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll Google how to use a ring light. But no, until that day comes, this is I think it. we're both doing a really good job. I think everyone <laughs> understands it. But we get the first match of the night: Brian Danielson versus Alan Angels. Alan Five Angels, and uh, just the uh, what did you think of the match? What did you think of it? It was. Uh, can I be really petty? I'm going to be really petty. Let's get petty. Let's get petty. Look, I'm Jewish. It's Hanukkah. You know who else is Jewish? Cole Cabana. You know who had a longer match than Cole Cabana tonight? Alan Angels. <laughs> That pissed me off. That's short. I get that. Honestly, that's uh, actually very unfortunate. And to be honest, TK, anti-Semitic. But the thing is, this match itself is um, uh, it was it was kind of nothing. It was just like a nothing Daniel Bryan uh, Bryan Danielson match. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. And Alan Angels, like it's just like the past few, I've been kind of disappointed with because I get that uh, Brian Danielson isn't going to have like a a four or five star match with Eva Luno, Cole Cabana and Alan Angels week after week after week. But boy, would I have liked 
more competitive matches with some of them. Uh, not Alan Angels. Not Alan Angels. I'd prefer it with Cole Cabana yeah. last week because that was unfortunate. Yeah. I think everyone was very upset about that. Yeah. But uh, Alan Angels, like, it just, it felt like kind of like nothing. It was fine for, this is the only time I'm okay with the length and the format of the match, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I also agree, you know, it's a shame. AEW doesn't do it that often, but I find it acceptable when they do do it because it doesn't happen very often where you get two great wrestlers in the ring with one another and they don't deliver a great match because they're not given the time to do it and they value the storyline over the match. Sometimes you have to do that. And this is a situation where that is the case because Danielson has to mow through these fucking guys in order to like get to hangman although like how could you possibly build up brian danielson's credibility any more than it's uh than it's already yeah. built up? yeah a hundred percent having which is which is interesting we're going to talk about cm punk in a little bit but like uh the, it, it, it just it felt like this should have been the first person that da- yeah. brian danielson faced mm-hmm. then evil uno then colt then johnny hungry which i'm yeah. excited about uh, that's going to be different than these other matches i think hungry's really going to give be. him a run for his money yeah i really hope so because i really think he needs it uh micah stokes writes cm punk has too much ring rust he needs to get his shit together we're going to talk about micah. that i can't wait micah. to talk to you about that micah. we're going to talk about that Ooh, micah stokes. <laughs> uh thank you so much micah um well so uh uh, Brian Danielson wins with a knee bar, a knee bar tap. He makes him tap, and then he does the flex, like in the flex stuff. Love the flex. I think we're all a fan of the flex stuff. So <laughs> oh, give a woo 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 in there if you think the flex is good. But afterwards, we get Tony talking to Brian. We get Tony talking to Brian, uh, but uh, uh, he starts saying things like, "That's the best Al- Atlanta's got because they're in at Allen Angels' hometown. Yeah. He graduated there. They said it several <laughs> times. It took him uh, six years, according it to took him six years, according to him." <laughs> Also, uh, but, real quick, uh, the graphics department is at it again. Did you see when Hangman got introduced? No, no. His, his graphics said unschooled in the art of barbecue because he's taking Jim Ross's place. That's very funny. Yeah. That's very funny. Very it's good. very clever. That's really good. good. Uh, Chica Marks writes, does he just need people to hurt now? Um, that's an tr- interesting uh, turd. I kind of like the fact that he just, uh, but, well, I don't, I, I don't think it should be that cerebral with, uh, he's just a very competitive guy. Brian Daniels. Yeah, sure, sure. He's very competitive and he doesn't care. Actually, he does take trophies. So who knows? Well, I think uh, his whole thing is like, if you're going to get in the ring with me, you're in my world now. So I'm going to do whatever I want with you. Outside the ropes, eh, you know, whatever, I'm fine. But like inside the ropes, that's my world. And if you want to step into it with me, I'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. I kind of like that. Um, but uh, we get that. And so we're going to have uh, John Silver versus Daniel Bryan coming up soon. Brian Danielson, I can't do this. I, I was can't laughing do this Brian uh, Daniel Bryan thing. I just thought about, uh, you remember when the Undertaker would always be like, this is my yard. You're in my sure. yard. Sure. <laughs> I think Brian Danielson should start saying that the ring is his yard. And he's going to love that. I would love that. Because he's planting. Yeah. He's a gardener. I actually, I actually thought of a really great gimmick for Brian Danielson. And I thought of it for me when I wanted to be a wrestler. <laughs> is that I'd, I'd kick them out of the ring. I'd beat them up so bad, roll them out of the ring, and get the 10 count. Because they don't deserve to be beaten in my ring. And just get the 10 count each time. You pummel them to the outside and you get the entire 10 count. And it's yeah. like, doesn't, it doesn't kill the other person. You just did something so debilitating. You like you stuck a tag or you did something. Especially, you do a lot of especially especially in AEW because there's no count outs. Yeah. So think about get how some impactful count outs. that would be. Get some count outs. That's great. Uh, uh, moving on, we get Miro does a promo and he's in a completely white room. He's in limbo. 
he's in limbo. That's what I got out of it. I don't know anything he said. Yeah, I uh, I don't know how I missed that, but I missed that. Yeah, it, it was he was just completely right room, and he said the same things he's been saying. He's just like, and what am I, a coward? I'm the redeemer, or something. He says these <laughs> things that are opposite, and then toward uh, a lot of parables, a lot of wife talk. Um, but we got to move on. We got to move on. Next up, we get what uh, Micah Stokes was saying before. We get CM Punk versus Lee Moriarty, right? At CM Punk versus Lee Mar- Moriarty, we get MJF coming out for commentary. Uh, and I'll say this right now, Royster. MJF is a bad commentator. Can we agree on this? Um, he had his moments here, but I think he's like a short burst guy. He's like, I'm gonna hit you with this line and then you're gonna give me something. Or I'm gonna have something to say back. But when on commentary, like there's not really, so he just has to keep going. Yeah. Like he, it's not, he needs to work on it. He needs yeah. to get more experience there. But he was constantly, he was just burying, burying both guys. And like, the thing is like, I, I get that his gimmick is part of his gimmick, but like, even like when you're on commentary, you just have to do it differently. You just yeah. can't just say, oh, you can't beat Lee Moriarty. You can't beat Lee, this yeah. up and comer, the guy that they want. Like, like he's like a, he's a next generation guy. He's, new, he's, yeah. young, he's older than you. Who's also looking great. Look, he looks good. He looks great in this match. Yeah, um, but CM Punk does not. Uh, CM Punk looked tired. It was true he looked tired, and he looked out of breath through a lot of this. Yeah, I wonder. Um, Excalibur said that thing about a non-COVID upper respiratory infection. I wonder if that's actually true. Uh, I hope it is. You know, but this was. You know, and I thought about it. Like, who's he fought? You know, he fought Darby Allen. He fought. Powerhouse Hobbs, Matt Seidel, uh, and four other people. QT Marshall. uh, He's mostly fighting people who don't move as quickly as, who one, don't move as quickly as Lee Moriarty, and two, are more experienced than Lee Moriarty. But Powerhouse Hobbs is huge. So even if he isn't that experienced, you're wrestling a Powerhouse Hobbs match where he's just going to throw you around and you're the small guy. This is the first time that I think he's in the ring toe-to-toe with a young guy who only knows how to move fast. And yeah, you can but- tell that Punk was like, okay, okay, okay just, just roll me over and then I'll take a second. Like- he had lead legs. When he when, uh, uh, he tried to pick him up a few times, <laughs> he did not go yeah. up with him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, the thing is like CM Punk, he's smart. He's smart. He should know how to work around these things. Have him bouncing all around trying to get the upper hand and you just outsmart him each time. That's all you do is just get out of the way. You don't have to do a lot to prove that you're smarter than a fast guy. Just let the fast guy do the fast things and then just move out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's all old yeah. timer all the time yeah. with funny guys. <laughs> right? Yeah, and that's that's certainly something he could have done. You know, I think he's still trying to get appreciated the, the smart, uh, the, like yeah. the intelligence thing, rather than trying to compete with them. You know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. He's just not that fast. He's just not that fast. And you, what you're saying about the sea legs? Like ring rust? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think he's just like, I think he's still trying to figure out what his style is going to be moving forward. I think he's still trying to like understand, like, can I keep doing the things that I used to do? You know, he did that, uh, the top rope uh, clothesline Mm -hmm. and it didn't really feel like he like had his legs under him. Like he didn't hit 
he didn't fly the way he's supposed to. Like he just kind of landed. He, he landed went, on his knees. Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. lunged at it. <laughs> he needed to go fast. He's just like, as soon as he was up on that thing, because I, when he was about to do the springboard, I was just like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> don't do it. You're so tired. I had a few of those moments times. tonight. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, like when he did the, uh, he grabbed him in a reverse suplex and lifted up onto his shoulders. I was like, you're not going to get it, punk. You're not going to get it. Uh, but he did it. He did uh, yeah. it each time. <laughs> But I had bear. that like, oh no, moment multiple times tonight throughout, which, which sure. we'll talk about. There are a few where I was oh, like, later the on. The end of the night, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about it. We're having yeah. a lot of fun. Hashtag Cody's on fire. Uh, hashtag Cody's <laughs> on fire. Um, we, uh, so we get that. MJF is bad in commentary afterwards. Uh, by the way, Punk wins with the turn into the GTS. I thought it was sleep. a great finish. I thought great it was a finish. great finish. Great finish. Really great but finish. A sluggish- I- lovely Moriarty I can't say it enough I think he's great I think he is he's maybe the rookie of the year in AEW Mm -hmm. either Mm -hmm. him or Jade Cargill which they bring up um you know who he reminds me of who Jimmy Wang Yang (laughs) he has kind of like a like he kind of moves like him kind of moves (laughs) like him I don't know just something about it have you seen the footage of that fan trucking Seth Rollins right yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> at the end, after the, them. after the fans yeah. gone or the fans being pulled away, the, the agents come out. One of them's Jimmy Wang Yang. And he's oh, got his man. ponytail and he's like, What happened here? What's going on? What uh, you know, man, he's not driving his dude. party bus anymore. I would love to see him in a, uh, another match. They have to bring him back. He'll be in a gimmick battle royale <laughs> in 3038. I realized uh, that it, there's probably no correlation, but I just looked down at my phone that has the stream on it. And right after we brought up Jimmy Wang Yang, someone left. <laughs> they were like, we're, we're good. <laughs> They're we're over good. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think of that all. I'm looking at that counter. And then every now and then, just like, oh, we talked about Jeff Jarrett brought in two people. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, Red. It doesn't look like that. But after the match, after the match, after we get uh, the the CM Punk win, MGF comes out and says some pretty tasteless things about Britt Baker. I hated uh, that. I hated it so much. I feel like on a show, and we're going to get to some of it, where there's a total lack of female representation on the show. And for, for and not only that, but when they are mentioned in out-of-box context, it's CM Punk saying, oh, look, a girl's better than you, or MJF saying a sexual comment about a girl. You know, like the time Britt Baker has been mentioned, even though it's been, I've enjoyed it from CM Punk, it's still a little patronizing. 100%. Um, yeah, especially what MJF said tonight. And this is like, there's two issues with it, right? There's the, like human being like disrespectful part. <laughs> human being bad yes yes yeah. but then there's also the wrestling aspect of it like why like Britt baker is your top women's wrestler you've built her from the bottom to the top she's your champion she gets the biggest reactions she's the best on the microphone she's one of the best in the ring that you've got why is anyone talking about her and why is it that well which we'll get to like after the segment, they go to a backstage interview with Britt Baker and she doesn't even bring it up. She doesn't even yeah. reference it. So she just lets this guy say shit about her. Because that was pre-taped. Yeah, yeah, because you didn't hear that. That's audience. the issue. Because the thing is, she doesn't even get a live segment. She doesn't even get a live segment. And out, like she's constantly, recently, she's been constantly mentioned and it's been in a derogatory or belittling way. And, uh, and uh, you know what? maybe it goes to the show like when we were talking about like uh on the weekly wrestle uh that we were talking about how tbs or tnt wasn't the ones trying to downplay 
women's wrestling. There's some rumors that they were trying to say, oh, we don't want women re- fighting on our channel or something along those lines. But it's just uh, Tony doesn't care. Tony doesn't care. And he's not, and him trying to be like, oh, the women's revolution and him kind of trying to take credit. He's like, AEW doesn't get enough credit. Uh, where, where have you earned it? Where you know? is Serena Deeb? Where's, Where's the beef? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Where's and I, think, I, I was thinking about that too. Um, he, he has these pet projects, right? And, and you know, we all do. Like when we're in charge of something or whatever it is, there's certain things that we care about, like certain shows or whatever. Britt Baker is that for him. Like she was the first woman they ever signed. She was going to be the face of the division, et cetera. So he's continued to put effort and time into Britt Baker because he decided before the company even officially launched that like she was going to be it. Yeah. But that's it. That's all you got. And it's frustrating because there's so much talent on this roster, as we'll talk about a little later with this match that they had. But we'll get into that later. One one. Then we get uh, MJF uh, call uh, CM Punk getting needle dick chants chanted for MJF, which I'm yeah. fine with. Sure. Uh, and uh, we get uh, MJF threatening Punk's dog. Cool. I liked. So I didn't like the dog part. The only part that MJF said that I really liked is when he called him a dipshit. Not because he said the word dipshit, but because he said it with such anger and he said it so quickly. Like it wasn't like quippy or smart or like ha 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 like like a dig. He was just like I'm gonna kill you. Like. It was genuine and it was anger in that I, I, I'm not, I want I'm more not mad that. at I'm not mad at Punk's reaction as much as I am just like the, like I feel like you could have cut last week's segment in half and brought some of that into this uh, yeah. and then it would have been just as fine without having to go to the dog thing. Uh, yeah. I, I just there's a lot it's of a low blow. it's unnecessary. Um, moving on right after that we get Tony talking with Britt like you mentioned right after which really was a bad look because bad look. Uh, that, it just made her look bad that she didn't respond uh, because it was a pre-taped segment uh, where she's just talking about how uh, she hates uh, Rio. She hates Rio. Yeah, That's fair. Uh, and then Jamie versus Rio next week. Jamie Hater versus Rio, which honestly should be a snooze fest. <laughs> it should be a real <laughs> garbage fire. Honestly, don't like Rio. <laughs> I know you said that. Don't like Rio. Jamie Hater was good in her last match. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what their chemistry is like. Rio is good against opponents who are really big and really strong. And that's Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater is mm-hmm. going to throw Rio around like a football. And then Rio's going to beat Jamie Hater. And then Jamie Hater is going to beat up Britt Baker. Rio moves around like Beaker from the Muppets. She just, <laughs> she just not, she can't hang. She just can't hang. Uh, moving on. Adam Cole uh, does his entrance for no reason. Yeah. Adam Cole comes out, does his entrance, goes to commentary, out comes Orange Cassidy, and then they just beat up Orange Cassidy. And then Young Bucks come out and beat up and they do this stupid thing. That could have been a woman's match or a woman's segment. This was 10 minutes long. Yeah, it could have been five minutes. He didn't need to walk no all minutes. the way down to the ring and do the thing. Well, he was going to be, I guess he was only going to be a commentary to set up an Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole match, which is, will be good. But I agree. I agree. I could have used a deep segment there for sure. That could have been a deep segment. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that actually really hurts thinking that Deem could have been there. Tony, boom! <laughs> a lot of booking I would have done different tonight. You're damn right, Tony. We're talking about You're it, Tony. damn right. We're talking about it. We're real upset. We're real, we're real cornish about it is that a thing cornish did you see the sign in the front row for jim Cornette? no what uh, don't i don't think i like think a... it says jim Cornette loves sprite <laughs> 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 <It says>. boom <laughs> that's right tony 
That's right, Tony. Okay, so we get Adam Cole. They do the low blow, and the best friends come out, and then they help him out. And um, just there's... like, just take the best friends off television until yeah. Trent comes back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Although we'll get to we'll get to it. Uh, no, I don't think this was in this show. I watched the hype like video that they do before the show, and. Chuck was like kind of giving a pep talk to Chris Statlander and he had like a towel around his neck. And I was like, he looks like a high school basketball coach. So maybe he, that should be his new gimmick. Is that he Who's this? People up. Chuck Taylor? Chuck Taylor. Yeah. 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 No, Billy Gunn should be the gym coach. He's looking oh, more and more like Jim dad every day. He looks like <laughs> Tim Storm. He straight up looked like Tim, Tim Storm now. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Ah, my lights out. Uh, Tony writes, why did Cole not come out to defend his woman? uh uh yeah no, why no no because uh he did he made a comment to tony he's just like uh he's angry at tony and uh, i don't know it's just a weird thing i i don't like a her being used as a uh, a, a pawn yes. in this Terrible. in this way um but moving on we get tony niece uh says saying things uh and all i could think is i miss damien sandow why why damien sandow because he, he looks like professor? half a damien sandow <laughs> uh like half everything he's better uh, he's like I don't know better wrestler. He's a more athletic wrestler than Damien. Yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. more athletic. But I like Damien Sandow. Wouldn't that be great if we got a Damien Sandow? You don't yeah. care. I like Damien Sandow. I think you know, I've... What? You know what you do? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what you do? You get Damien Sandow to come out and help Cody Rhodes and re like reunite the road scholars the road scholars that'll get him cheered yeah that honestly that might um you know i think that the biggest um the the worst thing that wwe never did or i don't know when they <laughs> broke up the miz and damian sandow and cody and Goldust yeah. at the same time and then both of them never had real feuds like mm -hmm. they just let that all wash away and now AW is here to pick up the pieces. You're almost got them all. You almost got them all. <laughs> Gotta keep trying. Get the Miz, and that's it. Um, uh, Tony writes. Uh, oh no, Tony writes. Uh, you got Cole on one side, CM Punk on the other. Other MJF stuck in the middle. What is that in reference to? Yeah, all the shit everybody's talking about. Britt Baker. Oh yeah, it's real dumb. Tony then says, "Niece uh, already does better promos than Sammy, and that's true. Yeah, yeah, and that's that, true. Yeah, yeah that doesn't him the mean. Belt. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean he's doing good promos necessarily. Still but... good. Uh, next up, we get Wardlow versus something Adams. I, I'm uh, into this idea of Wardlow just power bombing the fuck out of people. Um, I think it's fun. I I like it too. I like this as a gimmick. Put it on dark. Well, it gives me very much like WWF superstars in the early 90s vibes. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I do like that. I just wish it wasn't the same thing each time. Sure, sure. I think they're building him up just so he can lose to Punk in a couple of weeks, which is a bummer, but yeah, let him hit some power bumps and Maybe. then eventually turn on Sean Spears. That's interesting. Or do you think, uh, where are those going to go over? That would be great. I don't think so, but that would be great. That's interesting. Um, Actually, I didn't then, think about the Wardlow going. I thought it was going to be Wardlow turning on MJF soon. I think it's. I think they're going to fight. I think Wardlow's going to fight Punk. Wardlow's going to lose to Punk, and then MJF's going to like push or Spears is going to push him, and then he's going to just crush Spears. 
mm-hmm. and then he's going to break out on his own. Cause you saw like Spears came up the chair afterwards and beat yeah. the shit out of that guy. And yeah. look at Wardlow's face was, he was not happy about it. So yeah, he was not happy about it. I actually like Sean Spears a lot, but I have to, yeah, he's a, a very good professional wrestler. He's a very good wrestler. I love his whole attitude. Um, moving on though, we get this crazy Spears uh, chair attack. Then we get Tony again with, death well one two-thirds of death triangle (laughs) a death line if you will um and they've got um penta saying things and then that guy behind them saying what he says i uh, (laughs) (laughs) i have two takeaways from this (laughs) one is aw loves eye patches he's literally the third wrestler to wear an eye patch since the honestly (laughs) honestly they've been doing a good job with picking who gets these eye patches because it makes a lot of sense of course moxley would have an eye patch of course pack would have an eye patch (laughs) pack looks good at an eye patch (laughs) who else is it was there another one uh yes santana it was yeah santana oh, uh, moxley took his eye out oh sure. Um, sure i also loved when tony was like pack are you gonna be able to wrestle this friday and pack just goes am i an invalid <laughs> <laughs> great job pack great job yeah, pack great job. excellent work pack's doing good work out there you know what next week at the match i was honestly kind of looking forward to I was kind of looking forward to it. We get the gun club versus Sting and Darby and out comes Sting and Darby with their face paint. Oh, I loved their, it. Really Did cool. Did you not love it? No, I liked it. Dan Housen hated it. <laughs> Is that true? Dan, no, I don't know. It just <laughs> looked eerily similar. Uh, new new gimmick, Pat the Pirate. Pat the uh, Pirate. Pika Marks writes, they do rock their eye patches. Uh, they, I honestly think it's one of the best things that AEW does too much. <laughs> um, uh, Taz snuck in on commentary for this one, by the way. Snuck in on commentary. Hobbs and Hooker standing behind him. And uh, out comes uh, Sting and Darby. And um, they, they, they face uh, uh, the Colton, ass boys. The ass boys, Colton and Billy Ass. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, Colton, like, it looks like he's he sells he, he moves around the ring like honky tonk man like he's like <laughs> flailing his arms about like he like he's very cartoonish and he honestly like he's not tv ready like austin no. is tv ready yeah it should have been austin it should have been austin uh colton's not there yet yeah this like is one of those things where i was like oh that's gonna be funny like oh the the gun club versus stig and darby that's hilarious what a it'll be a good time and then the bell rang and i was like oh yeah no this is bad was, <laughs> like, yeah yeah it was because colton, it was boring colton's not ready for it so they worked a real slow thing for colton yeah and billy i think was super billy could do better than this billy is better than this he knows how to have a fun match uh where he's like the joke he knows how to do that, but, but what like, happened? Doesn't he want to be the joke? He got distracted by what? By, what? by his son flubbing uh, around, yeah. flapping around like a freaking. There bitch. is one point where Billy got Darby in the corner, and he went to go tag Colton, but Colton was like just staring at the crowd. So Billy just <laughs> yeah, slapped just him in the arm. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, he was pissed. He was uh, pissed. Uh, my big takeaway from this match: two things. One, I still. I'm like a little kid every time Sting does the death drop. Mm-hmm. I'm just like a kid. I guess and he so does it good. He still does it so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and every time he like pounds his chest and gets pumped up, a part of me just feels relief because I'm like, you're okay. You're, you're doing <laughs> You're all right. And then speaking of not being okay, fucking Darby does that fucking 
dive. He does the first suicide dive onto Dummo, whoever it was, and just lands on his neck. Like, just lands on his neck. And busted his head. Yeah. And busted the top of his head open I for a Billy Gunn match. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the, the other, but I couldn't believe he recovered from that. No one could believe he recovered. Like, go back and watch it because literally he's like on his head. It's terrifying. Yeah. And then he gets back in the ring somehow and then does the middle rope. I love that he did the middle rope because Billy Gunn's so tall that he's like, if I go under the bottom, I'm going to hit his legs and I'm going to get hurt. So he goes over the middle and Billy Gunn is such a fucking tank that Darby literally bounces off of him. Yeah. He goes down, but he's up for a second and he bounces off of Billy Gunn's chest and spins and hits the ground insane it's nuts i i I, and uh billy gunn i still i still enjoy his presence around i think it should be more managerial for his sons but i think it should be more managerial for austin austin is money where the money is austin is where the money is (laughs) tony writes this win does nothing for staying in darby why not let gun win because it's gun (laughs) we need some gun control tony do you want to see more gun on television no i don't Unless it's actually, I don't mind the three of them and they're being silly and goofy. Yeah. But Um, that bad guy, Billy Gunn. Yeah. They should be silly, but silly, goofy, as in like dumb, bad, silly, goofy. They should be heel, silly, goofy, flubbing around backstage, Uh, like Colton slip on some olive oil or something. Like, (laughs) I think Austin Gunn would be great at interrupting people and doing dumb voices and making fun of people. I haven't really heard him talk. I've only heard him rap. I heard um, him say, I like turtles to Darby Allen. That was Darby really almost good. broke. Yeah. That was really good. That was really good. Uh, okay, moving on. We get the death drop onto Colton, get the win. Uh, then we go into the back. Jericho gets beaten down by 2.0. Um, uh, and the lesser 2.0 member, I don't know their name, really sucks at those those uh, backstage punches. Which one? It was like, it, uh, not, the, not the ponytail or the short hair? Short hair. Short hair okay. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Short hair sucks. And uh, that was kind of embarrassing because it felt like uh, Dark Order doing that beat down in the beginning of AEW uh, yeah. when they're, like, the punches weren't connecting. Yeah. It looked yeah. bad. And um, Well, Daniel Garcia also, he makes better contact, but he's so weird. His body is so weird. He does this. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. He's like, he hits you know, like, it's so yeah. weird. You know a barrel full of monkeys? The game? No, yeah, the little the figurines yeah. that reminds me of Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Those monkeys, <laughs> like he's like his arms are always like this. Yeah, his he's arms are never fucked. like relaxed and at his side. No, like he's never always relaxed. Fucked. He's always ready for a fight. Yeah, very good. We're doing a lot of great stuff today. I think. Yeah, I hope you're all noticing. Um, but we get that. Then Taz, uh, we return to Taz and commentary, and his boys are still standing there. Hobbs and Hook never left. <laughs> they're so tired. Um, they're standing there the entire time. Blathers about math and the diamond ring or something. He blathers. Wait, hold about- on a second. Time out. Time out. Hold on. We got to backtrack for a second. Oh yeah I, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, how do you like? Where do you think this 2.0 Jericho thing is going? Do you think it's leading to an Eddie Jericho match at some point, or do you think it's leading to an Eddie Jericho 2.0, and that's that? Honestly, I would love an Eddie Jericho match. Actually, that yeah. seems like a good flow for Eddie. Like that's a good. That'd be a good win for him. Yeah, you I was know? gonna say he has to win. Them. And that's, that's the, the type of people that uh, uh, Chris Jericho's flight down. He shouldn't be taking stops at people that are above him. You know, like Eddie yeah. Kingston is on the rise up and they're connecting right now. They're like, yeah. they're, they're intersecting. Let them intersect. Micah Rhodes, Micah Stokes. I'd love to see the new age outlaws join AW and form a faction with the guns. 
what interesting but no that can't happen because jeff jarrett and conrad thompson are going to go to the nwa and that's where bg james is going to go (laughs) yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that happened bg james became like the executive producer of that because that's what he's doing now right he's doing like he stepped down. He stepped down. He's, oh, because he, he had heart problems. In, he was having. Uh, uh, I think he had. Uh, he stepped down first, and then he had heart problems. Uh, like I, I, something along those lines. But he stepped yeah. down uh, to save his sanity. He should go to a place where he's um, less worked and better paid. Yeah, That's what I said. better appreciated. I like Road Dog, like and honestly, if Road Dog was in the stable, in the Gun Club, I would love it. It'd be, I would so much better. it'd be so much better so much better great thought micah thank you so much for joining um moving on so stay uh, so taz is there taz is yeah right and he's doing a lot of taz things he's doing math he's like we got a quarter chance of winning this thing we got three people and i forgot that dante was in it i'm like is this hook's debut oh, you're not gonna man. put him in a fucking battle royale for his de- debut but no it's dante he's they got a well a quarter chance so it's a hundred percent chance of us winning but you know who doesn't like that math Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Leo Rush comes out to no fanfare. No one cheers, and he has to beg them to. Uh, he's like, he's like, everyone's been doubting me my entire life. And then Taz just interrupts him. He's like, yeah, fair point. Like, you don't need to say that, Taz. You don't need to interrupt. <laughs> no, he was saying. Well, that's the thing that I didn't like. So he said, like, you can relate to me because people would people doubted you, and he's like, yeah, you're right, Dad. You're right. You're but right, then man. he starts talking. Like Leo well, keeps going. Point. Yeah, that's hey, Taz. This is all scripted, pal. Take it easy. <laughs> Tony has Take a good easy. thought. Tony, uh, Tony says Taz needs an eye patch. Taz <laughs> <laughs> does need yeah, an eye patch. Very true. interesting point, Tony. Very interesting point. Honestly, that makes all of these make sense. <laughs> all their choices so far have made sense. Um, but uh, yeah, so then Leo comes out and uh, they have the stare down. Also, this entire segment, not needed. Not needed. This could have been a net. They could have had a really solid women's match. They could have had like a 10, 15 minute women's match with all the, the Jericho, the uh, team Taz and the uh, uh, Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy thing. This, there could have been a solid match in that. And you could have had all this stuff in here for the sake of a minute from pre-tapes. I agree. I just think there needed to be follow-up in some way, shape or form to the leo rush dante thing from last week there needed to be some kind of follow-up to it i don't think this was very good i don't think this was a good follow-up they could have done they could have done a pre-tape for this and put a women's match in the ring that would have been fine um i still think this is a swerve also i think dante and leo are still together in some way they're in cahoots to piss off team taz or something Mm -hmm. like that but we'll see i hope so i hope so honestly um and that'd actually be pretty good that actually is a great point. Excellent point, Royster. Uh, everyone sound off what you think about that. Do you think it's a swerve? Um, moving on, uh, we get Smart Mark and Jade Cargill. They're talking. And then Thunder Rosa comes out and she does some talking. <clears throat> and uh, they're all talking at one point. Uh, and apparently she's going to be commentating in, uh, she's uh, replacing Chris Jericho on Rampage in the commentary booth for Jade's match. <clears throat> so we're going to hear her uh, more. Which is good. Um, I feel good about sure that. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, she got, she walked in on that backstage promo and you could hear the audience react to yeah. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. She is on the same level as Britt Baker right now in terms of crowd reaction. Yeah, no, 100%. I think she is, a, a, they really, but the thing is, they're drowning her. 
They're drowning her entirely by only keeping her in pre-tapes, by not letting her have the, like all she has, all her and Jade Cargill have are pre-tapes mm -hmm. for the most part. That's all they've been doing. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen Layla Hirsch on TV in months. I, yeah. I haven't seen, uh, Ty Conte is already gone. Where's Ty? Ty? Conte had her match. She's on dark. Oh, She's moved right. down. She's being She's circled. fallen from grace. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say, uh, also, she's going to fight Jade Cargill. I'm, I'm excited for you to watch this match uh, because Jade Cargill is going to fight Janai Kai. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, she is, well, she's green. She's, a, you know, a newer wrestler, but she wrestles like barefoot and she'll kick your head off. So, like, oh, that's, that's exciting. Cool. Yeah. So, we're going to see two really green people. Uh, <laughs> uh, very good. Tony writes, uh, they need to let Dante talk. Uh, see, sometimes you're on point with Taz needing an eye patch, and then you're so <laughs> off by saying Dante needs to talk. <laughs> I'd like to know talk. why. Why do you you put him with Taz? Yeah, or Leo tell us so he why. doesn't have to talk. Yeah, tell us why Dante needs to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no one thinks that you're crazy, Tony. I love you, Tony. I love you. Moving on, we got Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho, uh, and uh, uh, what I like to call it is it's a tale of two matches before That's the, the night, commercial baby. break. Before the commercial break and after the commercial break. Before the commercial break, it was bad. No. It was clunky. It was messy. It was sloppy. Neither one were working to their best interests. And I think I realized something about Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander. Wait, hold on. Tell me what you think. Tell oh, me what you please. Enlighten us. Okay. Uh, so they both are very capable with one aspect of not one aspect, but like like a, they have a, they have a strong character and style, but they try to do too much. Like Ruby Soho is an amazing underdog when she's fighting from underneath and she makes her fiery comebacks. She has a great look. She looks great all the way until she comes to the ring. But then when she comes in the ring, she tries to be a technical wrestler or someone that could hang in the beginning with mat wrestling, or like she's someone that will surprise you with stiff strikes. Uh, and I think that uh, Statlander is someone that's a brawler. Statlander's a brawler and a powerhouse. When she tries to do mat wrestling or tries to do things that are fast or quick, she kind of loses it a little bit. They, this should have been a fight. This should have, but it felt like that after the commercial break, but it should have started off them brawling. They, that would have been a great match. That's what I was thinking in my head. But the second half, they really got into it. What are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on the things I did? I was okay with the first half. You know, I liked that there was respect between the two of them. I like, I always love when like the wrestlers respect each other and they're like, I could get you, but I'm not going to get you because we respect each other. Uh, and I liked that there was a little grappling, a little like who's trying to get the upper hand, who's trying to get the upper, upper, blah, 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 upper hand. But I, I just felt like this match built really well. And like you were saying, I agree as far as like after the commercial break, it became a brawl, but they needed to get there first and they got there because there's no bad blood between the two of them. If they just start beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, that's fine. That's entertaining, but that's not really, that story doesn't make a lot of sense. <sighs> so I like that they built that way. I love the finish to it. I thought um, Ruby Soho selling the kick out the way she did. Was, was a little lot. It's a little. Was much. a lot. It's like there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, but that's also she hit what is probably my favorite. Movie Felt like Peter time. Avalon. Like <laughs> <laughs> it just like oh. <laughs> the on the knees Hurricane Rana face plant mm -hmm. is like my favorite move in professional wrestling. It's never done. Nobody ever does it. When it's done, it's logical. It makes sense, and it made a lot of sense there, and it was great. 
I, again, I thought the second half of the match was great. I just think there's some disconnect there. I thought it started off clunky. Uh, I had, I wrote a lot of things here. I wrote a lot about the next match, but we'll talk about that soon. But we get a roll-up win. We get a roll-up win with uh, Ruby Soho advancing. Uh, then Vicky comes out to confront Statlander as she's leaving, but Nyla Rose attacks Ruby Soho. And yeah. there's probably going to be a, a fun uh, thing there. Like well, I'm excited. I, That's the next match. That's yeah. in the in the tournament. The, the now the semis are Thunder Rosa, Jade Cargill, Nyla Rose, Chris Dallander. We're excited. I'm excited for those things. Hopefully yeah. they're uh, they're good. I'm excited I'm for them. Very curious. I'm excited for Ruby Soho to be in a match against Nyla Rose because that's when Ruby Soho is their best, fighting from underneath. You that's know, what being... I realized in this match too is like I, the intensity was ratcheted up. It was ratcheted up or, or whatever? Um, ratcheted up was heightened after the commercial break but also after the commercial break they both slotted into their roles of like chris statlander is bigger and stronger mm-hmm. and ruby is the Which underdog they, yeah yep. and that's where ruby's at her best is when she's the underdog absolutely uh we got some comments here chica marks writes also true about the women i'm sick of wondering where they are exactly thank you so much chica marks we appreciate you uh micah says uh jamie hater needs to turn face down the line she would be better on her own maybe but we really haven't seen the best of jamie hater yet have we you know like i don't no. even know what she'd be good at, she'd be good as in any sense you never right? know she could i mean i think at this point you sacrifice her face turn for Britt baker's face turn. you know what you do switch her out for layla hirsch put her on dark have layla be brit's muscle have Layla be Brit's that's muscle. So fun. That's so fun. I like that. That's who you have as like this person that'll just like rip your toes out. Like, we have just... so many good ideas for Layla Hirsch. Oh my Either god. Her so... joining Team Taz or her joining yeah. Britt Baker. Yeah, come on. Jesus now. Christ. I, it's, it writes itself. Yeah. Um uh John Woodmass. John Woodmass, welcome to the chat. Uh, are you the same person talking to yourself in a parallel dimension? <laughs> it kind of looks like me, right? It's fun. It's fun. You should see his brother. He looks like our baby. Uh, <laughs> it does. He looks like our baby. Uh, Tony writes. He needs to build, uh, build his promos. How can he grow if they don't even let him improve? Are you talking about <laughs> You're just let hey, him he'll build. Put a, put him on commentary on elevation. He'll learn the hard <laughs> yeah. way by doing yeah. it next to Big Show and Mark. <laughs> Yikes. If anyone watches Dark Elevation, Excalibur this week had a hard time. Had a really hard time. Eddie Kingston was in there too. It was just a mess. It was just a mess. Uh, Moving on, we get the main event of the evening, Royster. And this might be the biggest main event we've ever had to cover. This This is probably one of my... I will remember this match for a long time. It was snake bit from the get-go. Not a single thing I think went like like it just went weirdly wrong and right at certain parts. What are your thoughts? Your overall thought, thoughts on it? Man, it's Cody you know, Rhodes versus uh Andrade Andrade El Idolo. I think Andrade's fantastic. I think yeah. this match existed and got off the ground because of Andrade. I think Cody well, it was knew. A, it was a cooperative. Yeah, but I think Cody knew what the finish was, and he was distracted the whole match thinking about that finish. There were times in this match. Well, let's just talk about it from the, the get-go. T-Pain is ringside. 
T-Pain yeah, is ringside, everyone. Because even though uh, Cody's focused on wrestling again and he doesn't care about all that outside stuff, uh, the Hollywood his, stuff. <laughs> his celebrity buddy is sitting in the front row. But T-Pain is a big Atlanta, I think he's an Atlanta guy. Sure. And yeah. I think that's what, like, you know, like it got a cheap pop. But uh, Andrade is dressed like low-key, uh, which uh, upset me because that's low-key's thing. Low-key looks like an undercover cop, and I like that. <laughs> Looks like a cop. Like a, I really love Loki. Has to make an appearance eventually. Loki's but, uh, the worst. <laughs> I really feel like booze. At, like a Cody getting booed at Atlanta is in his brain his last straw. Like yeah. if he gets booed at Atlanta, but when he comes out, he gets a mixed reaction. Yeah, gets a mixed reaction coming out. And as he's out, Arn's up there. Arn gets knocked off the stage. Did you see this? I saw Arn? him. I I maybe I missed that because I saw him beating up Jose. Right before that, Arn took a huge spill, falling off the stage flat onto his back, and it, it was it, like it was hard. It looked bad. It looked bad. I don't know how far he fell, but it was. Yeah, he he just match. fell. He just fell. <laughs> and then, and the guy, whoever that guy's name, that uh, Jose, Jose, ch- jumped down and check on him. Like, oh my god! <laughs> and then they started fighting, uh, fighting each other, and went away. But like immediately that, and then they start brawling in the crowd. And I'm like, oh, smart. Like the, the crowd's into this. They like the action. It's in the crowd. Cody's like, this is how you get someone on your side is by doing something different than they wouldn't expect, right? You're having a brawl. You're in the crowd, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Things are going well for Cody at this point, right? This was, the match wasn't bad up until now. No, 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 no. Just distracting with Arn, poor Arn. Uh, Jake Marks writes, his back was distracting, but then I realized it was burned from practice or flame retardant. No, was yeah. that flame retardant? No, flame I thought- retardant. No, it wasn't really. We'll get into it. Let's keep going. I thought it was I sawdust. <laughs> I thought I honestly thought he like fell asleep on the beach and his back was peeling. That's what I. It thought. looked like that. And I was like, like, "Why don't you just wear a shirt?" You look <laughs> like a big chicken, shirt. and he was losing his feathers. Andrade wore a shirt for most of the match, and then he took it off later, and he had some of that gimmick on his back too. Interesting. We're gonna have to find out more about that. I did not. I thought it was just sawdust, and I was just like, "Oh no!" He's, he looks like he looked like he was molting. Uh, it looked and like then, someone had taken Elmer's glue and sprayed it all over his back, and that's what Taz said. Taz like, "What's on his back? It looks like he was rolled in a pile of goo." He <laughs> did look like he was rolling in a pile of goo. Excellent job, Taz. Uh, but then this is when it goes bad, and this is honestly when the turn of the match happened. He hugs T Pain. The minute he hugged T-Pain, everything changed because the crowd, like they, they, there were some people that were weird about it because he had people cheering for him up until this point. He was being cheered. Let's go Cody chance. There was let's go Cody chance. And he was being loved when he was out in the crowd. And uh, this is what happened. Andrade takes off his belt, starts whipping Cody, throws the belt into the crowd and everyone in the crowd and Cody in his head was thinking they're going to throw the belt back. Because then it would be even. Then it would take away from the fact that Cody got the belt thrown back. Like it would, it would lessen it. It's just like, oh, it's something that happens. You throw the belt back, they got to throw it back. No more throwing belts. But that's what they did. They were expecting to throw it back. But the crowd was chanting, throw it back. And the fan didn't want to do it because no. they just didn't want to disrespect Andrade yeah. like that. You don't disrespect Andrade, you disrespect <laughs> Cody. And that got into Cody's head because I think that was going to be later on in the match. They were going to use that belt again. Yeah, sure. I think they planned on it. And I think from that point on, Cody was lost. Did you see that? What are your thoughts on that, that, that moment? I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this theory. It felt very clunky and it felt like, I don't know, man. I don't know that they were like that low blow 
that happened when Cody low blowed like uh, Andrade. And for like a split second, you saw the heel come out in Cody. You saw mm-hmm. it in his face and you're like, here it comes. But then he was like, he, then he like started trying to play to the crowd. And the crowd booed the shit out of him. They, as soon as he kicked him in the nuts, he did this evil little smile. Yeah. <laughs> like he's being a bad boy. He's being a bad boy. Uh, then uh, there was a, uh, 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 Cody starts bleeding because he was punched in the head with a chain and kicked out immediately. Um, he pull, goes under the ring, pulls out a kendo stick. Crowd's like, oh, we've seen that. Okay. He throws it away. Goes under the ring, pulls out a sledgehammer. And everyone's just like, oh, I see what you're doing here. Your constant references to Triple H and all these things. And he's like, oh, okay. So you go for the, that throws away. Then pulls out the least interesting option. I don't the know. golden shovel. The golden shovel. What is that a reference to? Burying people. Yeah, but I don't like know. bury, like burying in wrestling, like making yeah, I get people it. look bad, burying them. But that's but that's like just... was that ever shown in wrestling? I don't, yeah, I was trying to think about like what that's a reference to. I'm not actually sure what that's a reference to. Tony, I feel like you'd probably know. Yeah, Tony, let us know. Uh, if any of you are listening, what the golden shovels are referenced to, because I get the bearing thing, but I'm also just like, that's just stupid to have in a yeah, match. That's weird. Why are you having that joke inside of a match? That's a joke. You're doing a joke. Well, I mean, it's still a shovel. Yeah, but like, but like, you're doing it for a joke. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 it's just silly. Uh, then, uh, then out comes Jose with a taser. Hey, <laughs> can I just say, and uh, Jose without a shirt on. It looks good. Smoke show. Yeah, looks yeah, he's pretty looks, good. Pretty good. Let's uh, let's all get your uh, your hot takes on uh, Jose's hot bod. He has a real hot bod. Oh, I do hot. think it's funny. But he comes out with a taser. Like, yeah, he takes the shovel out, and then you hear the noise of the taser before you cut to, to Jose. So you're like, "Where's that noise? What is that?" And then Jose's just running full speed with a taser in his hand. <laughs> Arn ripped off his shirt. <laughs> he found a taser <laughs> and comes running out. Um, yeah. Then uh, oh, and then there's just so, so many bad things because then they get back in the ring and Andrade like Andrade lost it too. They they just lost all chemistry. <laughs> he goes into the corner and he tries to put the chair up against Cody's face. He tries to put the chair up against Cody's face and wedge it in between the ropes. But Cody's body's so thick, he can't really do that. So Cody just holds the chair. Literally, like, if you watch it again, literally sure, holds sure, the chair sure, sure, in place to get yeah. this, this thing done. Sorry, I didn't mean to cover the mic. But to get this thing done, and it was just so distracting. Well, he crushed his face. He really crushed him. Yeah, but he was holding it there. That doesn't make sense to me. Oh, we have some comments here that I've been ignoring. Micah Stokes writes, Dynamite in New Jersey will be so bizarro land. We'll have MJF and Team Taz's faces. Everyone will cheer for them. I don't think anyone's cheered for Team Taz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Micah then writes, the golden shovel is a term used in IWC, the internet wrestling community, as to say, when Triple H buried people. I didn't know totally that. Un- I didn't know the golden know shovel that. is yeah. a term. Maybe, I think Triple H may have used it one time. I think Triple H may have used it one time, and that makes more sense, um, which is more fun. Uh, but then yeah. tables are used, and Taz hates how Andrade brings him to the uh. ring. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, he's doing it wrong. It's going to piss him off in a second. You'll see. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. He goes, stick out there. Again, I mean, you know what this felt like? This felt like a midnight comedy show. You go to a yeah. midnight comedy show, and it's just a mess, but it's a good yeah. time. It's a big old mess. <laughs> Everybody's having fun. Nobody's doing their best work, but everybody's along for the ride. Man, and we had the funniest moment of the night at the end. 
because they pull out the table and they're on the top rope and him and Andrade, Cody and Andrade are struggling up there. Who's going to fall off? Who's going to fight? So Cody gets him on there. He's behind him on the ropes. And who comes in the ring with a hoodie and a face mask on? It's, and everyone's just like, what? everyone knows immediately who it is everyone sees the hair underneath the mask everyone sees everyone knows and takes out the mask booze booze <laughs> right she get booed? yeah she got booed. i don't know i i got confused because as soon as that table went up in flames people started cheering so they but like i think they booed when they saw her she does the thing with the lighter fluid and, and get that going but i think everyone smelled for what this was this was just a desperate plea throughout the night to get the ca- crowd on their side desperately at the entire match from top to bottom from the f- brawling around side the ring throwing the belt tugging t-pain using the fire uh you the golden shovel everything was designed to have people cheer cody and i don't think it worked he does a move he does a reverse suplex which he completely lands on the table johnny doesn't hit the table at all never touches the table cody is on fire <laughs> Cody, <laughs> a flame. I will say to Andrade is so fucking good because early in the match, he lifts up the ring apron. He's looking around. He pulls out a table. The audience cheers. What's he do? Pushes it back and says, fuck you to the audience. So the rest of the match, the audience is like, we want tables. Bring us tables. We want tables to just build up that fire spot even more, even more, even more. It's batshit crazy batshit crazy that there is a wrestling promotion that has a weekly television show on turner network television that has had a flaming table uh light tubes panes of glass everyone is bleeding women are bleeding that's never been done before it's batshit crazy that this exists (laughs) yeah it's i i want i don't want to I don't want to congratulate them on this. It was just, I, I feel like it was bad. I don't like the, the flaming table spot. And the entire match. What, like, uh, no, not the entire match. The first five to 10 minutes were fine. The next <laughs> 10 minutes were Until bad. T-Pain got involved. Until T-Pain. Honestly, T-Pain honestly ruined this night for me. He <laughs> ruined wrestling for me tonight. Uh, she lights the table, still gets booed. Uh, he covers Andrade. He's still on fire. And- Andrade, a little ember falls on Andrade. He starts turning it out. Well, and then puts it on his shoulder. I was going to say, like, he pins him. And I think one of the announcers says, like, Cody's on fire. Cody's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Taz. And then Andrade's like, oh, shit, my friend. Yeah. I got to put him out, you know? Yeah. I was just a, I, it was a rough night. I can't wait to see what the reaction is to Brandy on this show because it was very funny to me this felt like the most tone deaf match it felt tone deaf yeah and i I said we've we've said this about cody a lot before but like i think this is like the ultimate like i keep thinking like this is what's great about this because i think i'm being worked but i'm not sure at all you know that's the great part about this cody right now cody is one of my favorite things to watch right now because i'm not (laughs) sure if i'm being worked yeah (laughs) he's doing an amazing job yeah yeah yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at oh, all. Man. So you're all for this match. You thought this was a great match. I, I'm star. actually, I'm going to go back and watch it after. I don't think it's five stars by any means. Um, but I don't think, I think it's fun. I'm, I like car crashes. I do. You know, the era of wrestling that we grew up in, like the late 90s and early 2000s, the WWE would have car crash matches that like, in retrospect, weren't good. 
Well, some of them are, but I'm into it. You know, I'm into it because it's just fun. It's a car crash. I, I, I'm not saying, I wonder what the thing is. I, I, it, it's not even about the spots in the match necessarily. It's just everything around it. The, 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 like I said, T-Pain, Golden Shovel, uh, Fire Table. And I, <laughs> I don't mind a Fire Table, but the, like, the reason it was used was specifically so people could be like, Cody's going through a Fire Table. Like, yeah, of like oh, Cody's going to use a Fire Table. Like, it, yeah. It's just fully screaming, help me, love me. <laughs> I know, love I me know. so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, do you know the last time uh, a fire table was used in uh, a major wrestling promotion? It's Foley versus Edge? Uh, it was actually at, at Extreme Rules 2014 when uh, the person now known as Brian Danielson wrestled Kane. Oh, I think he put I Kane this. through a flaming table. Was that his last match before he was taken away from the neck injury? Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Tony writes, I wanted Malachi to come out. Um, yeah, Malachi would have been fine. Uh, I, uh, one of the one thing I could say good about this night is because of the eye patch that pack wore, because black mist is blinding. Yeah. Black mist is blinding. Purple is paralyzing. Green, uh, I forget what it does. It's disorienting. Stinky. It's, uh, it's, it's disorienting. <laughs> sticky is it sticky? Might be sticky. <laughs> uh, uh, and red is um, something else. I forget. But they all have different things. Uh, but black should be the most devastating and should be seldom used. Yeah. Honestly, Malachi shouldn't be doing. Uh, but a very interesting thought, Tony. Uh, are we excited for wrestling coming up? Uh, what, what's happening? Uh, yeah. So this week, uh, Rampage is going to be Jade versus Janai Kai. Okay. Uh, Sammy versus Tony Nice, okay. and um, the FTR versus Pac and uh, Penta, a two out of three falls match. You know, man, I was about to make a really good joke about them that night. I was going to be like, feels like a real Iowa night. It's a flyover match. <laughs> flyover, um, <show laughs> no, come on. It's a good show. Over. It's going to be fun. Nah, uh, it's going to be fine. But like, I could easily miss uh, two jobbers smacking the shit out of each other. Uh, the Tony Nese and anything. And then I'd want to see the FTR match. But that, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Jeez Louise. I'm being harsh. You are being harsh. This I'm Cody match harsh. puts you in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a bad mood because it, it shook me. Honestly, watching it, and I, I it, it made me both love and hate Cody at the same time. It did a brilliant job. Yeah, yeah. I will brilliant say, too, job. just to, uh, I haven't talked to you about this yet, so now seems like a good time. Uh, we may not do the weekly wrestle at the normal time this weekend if we're able to because I have to go to Dallas. I'm going to oh, Dallas man. this weekend He's with John Buseman to go see gcw that's pretty cool we're gonna yeah, the show's that. at four o'clock you're gonna have to get buseman on the show as a guest yeah, I, think uh, so. review. I think so we're gonna have to get buseman on uh and also nick saber uh international nick saber oh, oh uh, we're gonna get international nick saber on the east coast the uh, east coast uh i think he's the junior heavyweight champion for iwf uh and pat and west patterson new jersey right he's, now no no he's former uh former, he's former okay. junior heavyweight champion uh, but Thank you all so much. Uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the day, the rest yeah. of the night, and uh, go Bret watch Hart. some Bret Hart matches. Go watch Bret Hart get tackled at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, uh, don't do go. Actually, <laughs> go watch that. But watch this very specific angle that someone tweeted out because you can see 
wrestlers dragging the guy away and cash wheeler of ftr just punches the guy oh, right oh, in the oh, face. Yeah. it's pretty good pretty good just knocks him the fuck out it's great yeah watch uh, i watched recently on youtube uh when fans attack and when fans <laughs> attack wrestlers and the brian hildebrand just kicking a guy right in the Destroys face him. you gotta see it thank you all so much and mark curtis check out mark curtis kicks fan you'll love it uh have a great night everyone everyone have a great night have a good Dave, this is Red and Roy saying bye. Loser leaves wrestling. Follow our podcast and things. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a countdown. Uh, I'm gonna give you a countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. End the show. Ole. Ole. Olay 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 Olay